Um, I want to tell you a little bit about myself because I have had quite a journey um, to get to where I am today. It's been quite a roller coaster of um, ups and downs and a lot of trial and error, a lot of, a lot of um, just trying different things to figure out what I can do to get to this place where I can trust myself and I can trust those decisions that I'm making. So um, my journey, my health journey started with um, gut health challenges. I was having digestive issues and um, I guess previous to that, actually, I had kind of like a borderline imbalanced thyroid and then I had... Um, all those things were kind of happened at the same time, low iron, nutrient deficiencies, things like that. So I had quite a bit of, of stuff going on in my body that I just didn't understand. And I wasn't getting answers from the practitioners that I was seeing. So a lot of blood work and just kind of looking into why is your thyroid this way, but it's, I never received a, an official diagnosis around that, just that it was likely autoimmune. So um, when I had my son, my first child, um, I had already struggled some with some digestive issues and with um, these borderline abnormal thyroid numbers and, you know, just the symptoms that go along with that feeling kind of drained and um, just not as vibrant as I wanted to feel. And when I had my son, um, my pregnancy went pretty well. His birth was fairly traumatic. Um, he wasn't breathing when he was born. So that was a big deal, obviously. Um, and then afterwards, I was diagnosed with a hyperthyroid, which my numbers had always been on the low end of things. So I guess this can happen as a result of an autoimmune issue in the body and your thyroid goes super hyperactive. And then for a lot of women, it'll come back down and go super hypo, which means it's under-functioning. So I was diagnosed with that. I felt pretty good at that point in time. I had energy, and I guess some of it was because of the hyperthyroid, but my numbers were not looking good. My doctor was telling me this is not what you want long-term. So I went through that. Um, my numbers leveled out. That was good. And then a few years later, I was pregnant with my, got pregnant with my daughter and had um, received another autoimmune diagnosis. And in between there, I'd had quite a few like different gut things. You know, in that process, I'd taken gluten out of my diet, then I took dairy out of my diet. So it was just this peeling back of things in my diet, but never really getting to anything that was underlying any of these issues that I had. So, um, when I was pregnant with my daughter, I was about 28 weeks pregnant with her and I did routine blood work just to see my midwives had us do routine blood work just to, just to see, um, make sure everything was okay. There's some checks they do around that time. And so we had that done and it came back that my platelets were really low, way lower than they could be for me to deliver with my midwives for sure. But even so low that they wanted us to deliver in Seattle at a high-risk hospital. So we had to go to the University of Washington for her delivery, and that felt really, really big and anxiety-provoking for me at that time. Um, and the doctors and the specialists that I was seeing thought that this would clear after I had my daughter. And so when Araya was born, you know, we thought that 
it would take a little bit of time, but that that would happen. Well, I ended up seeing a hematologist in that time and she kind of followed me along that process and my numbers didn't clear for quite some time. I think it was about um, probably around two years later, at least, was the first normal platelet screen that I received. So within that time, I started eating differently, trying out different things, you know, really cleaning up my diet, getting healthy, because I really believed that there was something that if something triggered this autoimmune process, that something could trigger it to go away. So that was a truth that I felt inside my body that this is not something that has that I have to live with. This isn't a risk I have to have. And you know, it wasn't that I had overwhelming symptoms of these low platelets. It was the fact that along with these things came all of these symptoms with my gut and low energy and things like that. So all these things are connected and none of these doctors put that together for me. I had to kind of piece that all together myself. So a big piece of what I do now is helping people to see that these things aren't disconnected. There is an underlying cause for what happens um, in our bodies. And because there is an underlying cause and something that triggers these processes to come on, there is a way to get better from them as well. You don't have to continue to feel uncomfortable and live with an inconvenient and uncomfortable symptoms just because a doctor says, oh, there's nothing we can do because often, so often there are things that we can do. Um, and my experience in my own healing journey, a lot of it has been around food and stress management. Those two things have been huge. So under the umbrella of self-management, there's self-care, um, establishing your routines and getting a rhythm that works for you, honoring your natural rhythms and your cycle. I feel really passionate about helping the women clients that I work with to honor their menstrual cycle and these different phases that we go through because we have these built-in rhythms, these natural rhythms in our bodies, that our body wants to function in a way that um, is in alignment with those and that's in sync with those. And often, so often, we don't do that. So um, our culture and our society, it's at no fault of our own. I had, I knew nothing about this before I was introduced to it. And so many other women that I work with don't know anything about these things until they're introduced to it. It's not the way that we're taught in our culture. Um, my hope is that someday we will teach our children at a young age that these, that women's biological rhythms are different than men's biological rhythms. And we need to honor those to be healthy and to really live um, with vitality and with, and to be able to have vibrant health. So I think that, um, that honoring those rhythms. And then we also have the circadian rhythm and that's true for both women and men. So that's a lot of people are more familiar with that, but that's that 24 hour biological clock. You wake up, you've got higher cortisol levels in the morning. Um, you get some nice sunlight, some nice natural light on your eyes right away. And that triggers this part of our brain that um, 
allows us to be awake and alert. And then in the evening, we get that, that twilight light on our eyes and it signals our body to kind of start to wind down so that we can sleep. And so that rhythm we all have, and that's a rhythm that's really important to honor as well. So these pieces around self-care and stress management are so big in any, on any healing journey. So my journey was about gut health. I had hormone imbalances. I had these autoimmune imbalances, but really these core things are the things that I feel everyone needs to heal. So if you're living in a place where you're just going and you're working, you're burning the candle at both ends and you're taking care of your family and you're here and you're there and you don't have time to take care of yourself and all of these things, that is just going to burn you out. It gives you no time to honor yourself and to take care of yourself. And um, that stress is directly and indirectly impacting every aspect of your health, no matter what your health challenge is. And even if you don't have health challenges, that stress is going to take its toll at some point. So it may present in the form of mental health with anxiety and depression and um, things like that, or it could present um, for me, I think the cortisol really impacted my gut health because stress is a huge um, has a huge impact on the nerve that connects the gut and the brain. So your mental health and your physical health are directly connected by this major nerve that runs down, um, that runs down the center of your body. So when you are living in a state of fight or flight in that sympathetic nervous system state, which is that chronic stress and tension, that is going to really impact your, um, your body's ability to function and do what it needs to do. And it takes a major toll on your gut via the vagus nerve, but also via the, um, the impact that it has on the good bacteria in the gut. It can contribute to leaky gut, like stress can do, can wreak so much havoc on your gut. So, um, a big part of my journey and a big part of the work I do, whether you have gut challenges, hormone health challenges, whatever it is, is addressing that stress, eliminating as much unavoidable stress as possible, and then um, developing skills and coping strategies and resilience for the stressors that are unavoidable. Because of course, we all have things that we just we can't avoid. So um, that has been such a huge piece in my journey. And now so much of what I do, although I do focus often with um, on women who have gut health challenges, I um, has stress is such a big part that stress management piece is such a big part of what I do. It's so important, so crucial. Yeah. Yeah. And then of course there's the food and nutrition piece. Um, I <laughs> had to learn the hard way as well, that there is no one diet for everybody. We all have foods that, that can trigger us. We have things in our genetics that make us more susceptible to being able to process certain things or not. And, um, 
there are foods that you would think were super healthy that work for one person and they really don't work for somebody else. So it truly is a process of figuring out what foods work for you. And if we don't work on cultivating that awareness and listening to the messages your body is sending, then we can't get to a place where you're able to see what foods are working for your body and what foods aren't. So, um, yeah, I just feel really passionate about addressing that piece of things. Um, if we can, if we can develop and cultivate this awareness and this ability to listen to our bodies and honor what they're telling us. And even if we can't do it a hundred percent honor in whatever way you can, what comes up from that. And, um, yeah, it's really changed my life. It's changed my life and it took a long time to get there. My journey has been winding and complicated and convoluted. And um, I think that that's why I'm doing what I'm doing now is because I don't want your journey to be so complicated and convoluted. I would really love for you to be able to um, enjoy and create vibrant health, but not have to go through all of those years and stress and um, steps to get there. It can be a lot easier when you have somebody who kind of knows the different, the different things impacting your health and the different things that can have an effect on your gut health or your hormone health or whatever health challenge it is that you have. I mean, like I said, often these core things are the things it's stress and it's food and it's environmental toxins and, um, within the food, it's figuring out what your trigger foods are, figuring out if you have food chemical sensitivities or if you process those okay. Many people with a leaky gut or with gut imbalances do have food chemical sensitivities and don't realize it. And then they can be reacting to things like vegetables and seeds and nuts and things that you would add into a really healthy diet. So that was true for me as well. As I was getting healthier and adding all these healthy foods in and cleaning up my diet, I was actually getting sicker because I was reacting to these food chemicals and the food chemicals show up in nuts and seeds and beans. And um, I ate primarily vegetarian at the time, a little bit of fish, but not much and a little bit of egg, but I wasn't eating dairy. So, you know, I was eating a lot of vegan meals and, um, that can be really high in these food chemicals. So it, it took me years to get to the point where I was like, oh, this is what's happening. This makes so much sense. And when I removed those things, my gut was finally able to heal a little bit. Yeah, it is. It's a really fascinating journey. Yeah, and there's a lot to it. There's a lot of pieces to gut healing, um, but it doesn't always have to be that complicated. Sometimes it can... For some people, it can just be, let's talk about what is getting in your way. Let's talk about where your strengths are. Let's leverage those strengths to be able to work through the things that are getting in your way or maybe approach it in a different strategy so that you can live in vibrant health, so that you can experience that vitality that you so desire. Get rid of the bloating, get rid of the uncomfortable symptoms, uncomfortable period symptoms, whatever it is. And so having someone who can um, give you the tools to do that 
and say, hey, here's, here's the handouts. Here's the information that you need. Now that you know the direction that you need to go, because it's all about listening to this inner wisdom, to your inner wisdom and trusting yourself and doing what feels in alignment with your heart and with the messages your body is sending, um, and then can help direct you in a way that you want to go. It's so important. You know, I really thought that I could do it myself and I tried to DIY it. I listened to webinars. I learned so much. That's how I ended up back in um, school for health coaching. This is not what I used to do. Um, and, this, and it took me in a completely different direction with my career as well as with my health and my life. And, you know, I love that I, um, I really appreciate the journey that I've had because it's brought me to where I am and it's given me the tools and the resources to help other people. Um, but everybody, that's not part of every, that doesn't need to be part of everybody's journey. And I think the biggest message that I want to leave you with today is just that you are able to get better, that you do not have to continue to suffer from uncomfortable symptoms. You know, everything may not be curable, but these chronic health challenges that are triggered from nutrition and lifestyle and our cultural norms um, and just the way we've been living our life, are it's not the way that you have to continue to live your life. And so I just want people to know not to give up hope, find someone to support you. There are so many practitioners that could help you along this journey, but it's finding the right person that you can trust and that has the right information because, um, yeah, there's, there are a lot of different approaches out there and not everybody will be able to help you hone in and listen and partner with you to make those decisions. Cause that's the other piece is it's important for you to be, an empowered, active participant in your healthcare and to partner with someone versus looking externally. I spent years looking externally for the answers and it didn't get me where I needed to go. And when I finally found someone who could support and guide me and um, partner with me to give me the information I needed, but also to help me tune into what my individual body needed, that was when things really started to shift. So, um, yeah, don't give up hope. I'm so glad you're here. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening. Um, I really do believe that you can get better and that you can feel better. If you want to reach out to me, um, you can reach me at leah at leahvong.com is my email. My website is leahvong.com. There's information on there. You can reach, you can reach out and connect to me on there. I have a blog if you want more information. It's the Go With Your Gut blog. And um, it will it offers, you're welcome to sign up for my email list and you can get regular notifications. Every couple of weeks I send out an article or a recipe or something, some kind of tool that can help you um, start working your way towards vibrant health. I also have multiple freebies on my website um, at the bottom of most pages. And I can just put a link below this podcast as well. There is a gut health guide that can give you some information on how to get started working towards healing your gut. Um, that can be a really useful way to get started. And then if you need more support, you can reach out to myself or someone else for that when the time is right. Um, 
I also have some of the, some templates and worksheets for tracking your menstrual cycle and that can help you get started on that. Um, I have a freebie for, for stress management as well. So if you need some ideas and right now you know what direction you need to go, but you just need a little bit more information or a few more tools, those can all be really good resources. Um, so thanks for being here today. And I look forward to talking with you again next time. Thanks so much. Have a wonderful day. Send in much love.